Welcome to the Diary of a Daddy-O podcast. This podcast is brought to you by myself, David Powell, CEO of 304 Clothing and dad to little Brody. I'm joined by Brad Morley, CEO of Indigo Create and dad to little Lennon. We'll be talking about the trials and tribulations of becoming fathers for the first time while remaining at the helm of our respective businesses as CEOs. It is going to be a wild, wild ride and we want to take you on it with us. So stay tuned and welcome to the Diary of a Daddy-O. is a diary pod about how work routines flip turn upside down and we'd like to take a second to let you know how we juggle being a dad while being a ceo Daddy-o. right so welcome to episode five of the diary of a daddy-o podcast i am here solo at the moment we haven't got brad he's currently I think he's at the chemist picking up a prescription for um, his little one. So hopefully he joins us halfway through the episode. But I'm joined by Sean Cutter. So if you know who we are, Sean's my business partner, obviously of 10 and a half years. If you don't, Sean's going to give us a little rundown now of his current setup as a CEO and a daddy-o. So I'll uh, I'll hand over to you, mate. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, so I'm um, co-founder of 304. I've been going 10 years, like David said. Uh, my role in the business, running the day-to-day, doing a lot of the marketing um, and just helping run the sort of operations of the business, really. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I became a dad 15 months ago, so I'm a, a veteran in the game compared to you and Brad. So I've been feeding you tips over the last 15 months. Yep. Uh, hopefully some of them have been helpful. Yep, the, uh, the Tommy TV bin was the, uh, the one you gave me early doors life-saving uh, purchase which i do use on the regular i'll be more than i ever thought i would the, the one i thought that would be the most valuable was the hack to get the the car seat out but you were you probably had no issues with that no no issues whatsoever car seat went straight in and i've actually just bought a second one off facebook marketplace for 30 quid so there's your there's your hack don't buy one for 250 quid brand new get a second one for 30 quid off facebook to this day i'm still using a ribbon to pull out the the car seat base it's ridiculous yeah I'm, I'm i'm not i'm not getting caught doing that mate i just bought a second one like i said um so yeah father ceo 304 so i'm gonna well obviously from my point of view i know all this firsthand obviously working with you for so long but for the sake of the listeners i'm gonna pretend i don't know anything so sienna is your daughter of 15 months did you say yeah 16 now actually yeah 16 16 months, that was a test you passed. Um, so talk us through that initial, or uh, actually talk us through the, the month before her arrival and sort of where your mind was at in terms of like, were you prepared mentally for the arrival and were you, where was your head at with like work-life balance at the at that point as well? Yeah, when you, with your first child, you've got obviously no idea um, what's going to happen. Like I think every expectant father I've spoken to I think you were the same you go with a bit of a birth plan and I don't know anyone who's actually stuck to that yet because it's literally going into the unexpected um I was I was very nervous I'll be honest with you in, in terms of like the the work-life balance just because um obviously as a business owner like you sort of your tasks are never done um there's always so much to do so I was I was very worried about the impact of 
or what's the impact going to be to my uh, work within the business? Is the business going to be affected? Um, but to be honest with you, it's actually had more positive impact because I've had to become a lot more efficient with, with how I'm doing stuff. Um, they've actually invested in a couple of things that's helped me organize my life a little bit. Um, but yeah, the thing is, yes, it's, it's, it's actually been definitely a positive. Um, and then even just that obviously as a business owner, you have to get, get quite anxious, worrying about quite a lot of things, but outside work hours now I'm like, cause I'm spending time with Sienna. I'm a lot more present. Whereas I probably mm-hmm. spoke to my partner, Lauren, before we had Sienna, you know, she'd say that sometimes I was quite distant cause I'd be like thinking about the business or worrying about things. So yeah. See, those initial worries actually it's, it's, it's been it's been all positive actually so it's had a positive impact on my efficiency and um just yeah the way i view the business and i've been less anxious actually which is which i thought would be the opposite yeah i mean i've spoken to brad about the same thing and you obviously privately that you, you have less time outside of work in inverted commas to sit there and worry about work because you literally just don't have the time to, to sit there and think, oh shit, I've forgotten to do this or oh, God, this is this is coming up next week that I need to get sorted because you're cleaning bottles, you're worrying about how you're going to plan the next week because you're going away or whatever else, which it, they all sound like not the most stressful things in the world, but there's just so much of it being a dad. And there's, there's, no, there's no moment where you can sit down and just go, right, I've got everything sorted I need to do for being a dad. I can have half an hour because there is always something yeah. which that's sort of how it felt with the business that you never, you could never sit down owning your own business and say, I've done absolutely everything here now. I can, I can relax because there's always something that you need to do to sort of push on, develop, keep the business growing. So it, from my point of view, it feels like that's taken that outside of work stress and focus and just shifted it straight onto Brody, which I was the exact same thing. I was worried about how on earth do you, are you going to find the amount of time that's required to be present with a baby when I'm already at absolute max capacity with wife, gym, football, friends, everything else that goes with it, but your priorities, baby, just go straight in at number one, 100%, when everything else falls down, doesn't it? Boy? Yeah, I think that the, the, on the days where I'd, I'd have the most anxiety, probably when I wake up, whereas now, like, I wake up and I'm, I'm spending time with Sienna straight away. We're like watching Peppa Pig in the morning. I'm not sat there worrying about uh, the business so much. Then I'm straight into work. And at the end of the day, like, as you said, I'm straight into like, you know, interacting with her, changing nappies, giving her tea. So there's no time to think about anything else. And actually that's been a real positive. And then yeah. the other part was like, sometimes, you know, you, you lay awake at night thinking about business stuff. But honestly, when I get to hit the, hit the pillow now, I'm, I'm out in about 30 seconds. I'm that tired. So, I, I, I'm fully, fully on board with that one. I, I used to think, oh god, I wasn't the best sleeper or getting to sleep quickly. I've even got like the sleep cycle app. But I actually was on the phone to doctors yesterday, and I've got a trapped nerve from from falling asleep so quickly with my leg in a position that's actually caused myself to trap a nerve. Like usually, I used to get injured in the gym, but I've actually trapped a nerve from falling asleep too quickly in an uncomfortable <laughs> position because I'm so tired <laughs> when my head hits the pillow. You really don't have that time to sort of be lay there staring at the ceiling thinking, oh, work problems this, work problems that. No, let's get sleeping while you can before uh, the little one wakes up again. I know, yeah. So 
we I think I mentioned on the last podcast that Brody has had his first illness. He's he's not too bad. He's just got a sniffly nose and a bit of a cough, which obviously <clears throat> I say it's not too bad, but for the first illness, it's it might as well be the worst thing ever because he's he's not sleeping as well, and obviously the wife Jess is very panicky being closer to him in the bedroom, and that in itself has caused some sleepless nights this week already. And I know that you you've told me already that you're having a bit of a rough week this week with Sienna. So how are you managing to cope with that? Yeah, so it's so since Christmas, she's pretty much been waking up every single night for what reason we have no idea whatsoever. But apparently, they go through like a sleep regression. So probably after about six months, Sienna was sleeping right through the night, and me and Lauren were thinking, "Well, this is this is easy. What's everyone going on about?" But then all of a sudden, she started to regress a bit, started to wake up in the night, and then she started to sleep through again. But then since Christmas, yeah, she's been waking up in the night, sort of three four in the morning every single night and then last night she was up at one and she didn't go back to sleep so literally today i'm like i'm three hours broken sleep um that's obviously when you try and run a business you try and be so regimented and have a routine but it's impossible to have a routine with a baby so you just have it's a constant adjustment so today i had such a busy day i've got real key things to do but because I'm, I'm that tired and I've had to push them until next week now. So I get the things that I have to do them today. And then it's just, it's just one constant adjustment for a time. Because you just don't know what's going to happen. Tonight I might get a full night's sleep. I might get two hours. You just don't know, do you? No, no, not at all. So what do you do in terms of like, say like today's happened, what's your process in terms of prioritising what needs to be done and then what can be pushed? What's your like tactic? Uh, so it's more sort of income generating tasks or things that are going to, you know, be critical for the business get them done first uh and then anything that's you know it's just like prioritizing really high medium low importance anything that's medium or low just to get pushed till next week so i think i mentioned it to you i've actually the best thing i've done i invested in um this app called motion um yeah basically you put all your tasks in there um because i don't know about you but i have not my old way of doing it was have a to-do list on paper and it used to be like two pages long. And then yeah. you have to constantly rewrite it or you're adding stuff. And you're just looking at this like two, two, three pages of these to-do lists. And you're like, you just get overwhelmed. But with this uh, with this app, I put everything in there. I put high, medium, low, put a deadline. And then when things happen, unexpected, you get a meeting that's pushed it, put in, or as I said, it, you need to work a shorter day, actually pushes all your tasks along to the next day and then you re reorganize it and it's uh gives you that peace of mind um to just think okay well, i'm not so far behind there is before i'd be like that now i've got even more to do but it's all, all pushed along and everything's got a slot within the day so it's found that really useful yeah i mean as long as you know what you've got to do i think that's always half the battle it, the task can be the worst task in the world but if you know how long it's going to take how are you going to attack it that's half the problem like you, do, you make a written to-do list on a piece of paper, you end up rewriting that every half a day because you're like, I can't keep turning back the pages and flipping, looking back to that page, or oh, that's that's not been crossed out. So like that app sounds absolutely perfect. That's an example of one of my old to-do lists is on like a, an old letter. I'm like, I can't even <laughs> read half the stuff on there. So it's just like, it's, <laughs> I needed this app. It's, it's definitely helped me. Using that letter to save fair money on paper. <laughs> I just pick up random bits of paper that I find on my desk to write to do lists. But you see my writing as well. I can't read half of it. 
yeah, 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 definitely. So, anyone who doesn't know the setup of 304 as intricately as maybe like our friends, Sean is based in Manchester. I'm down in Birmingham. Our office is in Birmingham. So you actually work from home, don't you? Majority of the time. Yeah, which which yeah. is it's been a real blessing. I'll be honest with you, because if I was in my old job, been in the office five days a week. Um, so obviously when Lauren was on um, maternity, Sienna was home every day, so I actually got to see her every single day, which I wouldn't have got that. I would have left for work at like half seven in the morning and got yeah. back at like six, you know, and she goes to bed at like seven. So I would have pretty much missed her Monday to Friday. So it's, it's nice to have lunchtime and actually to spend some time with her. It's a little bit different now because yeah. obviously Lauren's back at work, so she's she's going to... Um, like Lauren's mum's or her, brother, uh, her brother's house where she goes like three days a week. But um, yeah, so it's, it's it's been nice to spend that time working at home with her, I'll be honest with you, rather than be in the office every day. Well, yeah, that, that's one of the benefits of actually running and owning your own business that you have you have the ability to do that. Brad said it on the last party that he, he finds that, well, there's swings around about, so I think he said that sometimes he finds it difficult saying trying to concentrate on not going in to the other area of the house when you're hearing the baby crying or you, you can tell that his partner's getting a bit like overwhelmed because the baby's been going mental for so long. You're like, no, no, I've, I've, I've got to get this work done now. And but then on the other side, he's like, it's so good that you can just nip in lunchtime, take the dog for a walk, take the baby out for a walk and then come back to work again. And that completely refocuses this year because I put a tweet out the other day saying, <clears throat> literally, I used to work through my lunch break for well I never sit down and have a lunch break when I'm at three or four if I don't go to the gym I'm working but now when I'm working at home whether it's the one day or two days a week take Brody out for a walk and you come back you actually do a little bit of mental thinking as well with you've got the headspace to think while you're out and about you're also bonding with the baby and then you come back to work and actually you're 10 times more productive again it's something that we always told people at work to do wasn't it, it was like right, go for a walk get away from your desk sort of that well-being focus but actually it's something that i never really practiced myself or not consistently anyway yeah get stuck um, to your desk all day um it, that that there it, it is hard as well from that side of not getting pulled in and like, like helping with stuff because the end of the day you are you are at home working like you can't um go yeah. and help like too much and and you've got this to come because brody's obviously not walking about but if sienna's home now she's like walking in and she's like wants to sit on my lap and she wants to, she likes to smash my calculator. <laughs> so it's, like, it's hard to say to her, no, I'm, I'm, I'm working, like you need to, to go out. So that's, that's, that's the flip side. It can be quite hard as well, but on the whole, like it's, you know, a massive positive. I'm not wasting a couple of hours of my day sat in traffic. I can yeah. actually having an, an hour with Sienna in the morning. Yeah. I think I mentioned that on the first podcast that, pre Jess giving birth I was working from home for it ended up being four weeks because she was like 10 days late but saving that hour well 45 minutes to work 45 minutes back opened my eyes to the amount of time I've wasted or like just throwing down the, the toilet over the past four and a half years traveling to the office albeit it's only like 10 miles away sometimes it can take an hour and a half to two hours round trip same for you coming from Manchester but it's just every single day it's dead time that I was finding myself getting up earlier because I was like, actually, I'm getting more sleep and being more rested at home and stuff. So massive benefit of, uh, yeah, 
being a business owner and working from home that I want to try and keep pushing forward a little bit with two days a week, I think. Um, Brad said on the last potty, which you won't have listened to yet yourself, that he's had a scenario where obviously his partner does more of the day-to-day while he's working at home, but he actually got to see the first major like smile from Lennon. And obviously his, his missus was like, just nipped up for a shower for like five minutes. He comes in out of the office and was like, he managed to see such a, like a large monumental occasion. Have you had anything like that happen where like, obviously Lauren's looking after Sienna most of the time, and then you've just strolled in <laughs> five minutes in and seen something that Lauren hadn't? Uh, no, I don't think I have. I think I actually saw a take of first steps, but it wasn't like, I think Lauren was just out of the room. Uh, only a couple of steps, then she fell over. Um, but nothing too. I think we've pretty much been there most to witness everything ourselves, really. Um, I think she, yeah, she started speaking now as well. So "daddy" was her first word as well, which is uh, which is great. Oh, was yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's the one that me and Jess at the moment are both. I keep saying, "Can you say daddy?" It's only two months in, but. Trying to definitely try to get that wired in there quickly to try and get the first word. The only thing is she's calling everyone daddy, so it's like <laughs> she thinks everyone's daddy now, so it doesn't feel as special at the minute. But uh... no, no, ruined it. Um, so a bit more of a serious topic, I guess. If you're happy to discuss it, you have to be quite careful with your like sleep, health, diet, and everything for well health reasons. How do you manage to sort of, or how have you at the moment tried to sort of like manage that with the broken sleep, massive shift of schedule and work-life balance that happened 15 months ago and then obviously now with the sleep regression as well? Yeah, so um, I've got ulcerative colitis, which for, for people who who don't know, it's, um, it's similar to like Crohn's disease. It's where you get like ulcers on your colon. Um, you know, it can make you quite ill, make you lose weight. Um, it means you don't absorb um, many nutrients when you're ill. So it's in, kind of induced. It can be induced by a number of things, but with with mine, I think it's more to do with stress. Um, so I was diagnosed with it, I think, seven years ago. Um, yeah, I think it was seven years ago. And so... Day to day, you know, it doesn't really affect you too much. Um, but you just have these like flare ups where you get really ill um, and then you have to go to hospital. Um, so I think Sienna was born in October uh, 2021. And then I started getting a bit ill on the December. And uh, yeah, I've been struggling since, since that. Cause usually it's sort of I have a flare up and it lasts like a month. Uh, you go to the hospital, they give you a load of drugs, and then you sort of get back to full health pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, it's been a real, as you know, it's been a real struggle for me over the last 12 months. And it just, um, it's more just because the balance of everything is just it's totally out. So they don't, when you, when you get diagnosed with something like this, they don't really give you too much information or, they're, or they, they're worried about telling you stuff that, They'll take as as gospel. They can only really they want to medicate you, but they can't really give you too much information about preventative yeah. measures measures in terms of um, 
yeah, the the root cause. So I've I've actually spent most of this year like trying to do a lot of reading and figure out like what it is that makes me get ill. Um, and then it's what I've come to realization with it's like um, four four pillars really. So you sleep, exercise, food, and like how you relax or your stress levels. No. <laughs> All that are affected by having a kid pretty heavily. <laughs> so I am like, I'm nearly at full health now, thankfully. But it's just, it's taken me so long because everything has been so out of whack. So it has had like an, an impact on my health. Um, but yeah, so I've sleep, it's, it's, you know, it's not, you can't read too, too much about that because you've, you know, if, you, if your baby's not going to sleep, then there's not much you can do about that. But exercise is definitely something that's really had. I've, I've not done as much exercise this year as a previous. I usually exercise, used to exercise like three to five times a week, but as you know yourselves, like it's just really hard to try and fit that in. Yeah, struggling to get it in. It was like when you come down to the office now, you, you, we go in the gym, aren't we, to make sure that we're both using at least half an hour in the day or 45 minutes when you're down here that we're both physically away from the babies to get in the gym. And, and get the exercise in because I, I yeah I'm two months into having Brody now and I was a gym goer five to six times a week easily and at the moment I'm I'm lucky to get in there two times a week completely stop running but I, I can see the adverse effects of not doing it hundred percent I struggled with not eating at the beginning of the stage as well so like you talk about the your diet being really crucial to your health but even for me I said to Brad like the first three or four days of going back to work from working from home. I literally had no appetite due to anxiety. I was just, I couldn't eat. Just like, you need to carry on eating. I was like, I literally just don't want to eat anything. But yeah, them, them four pillars are pretty important, really. Yeah, so this, it's like with the food thing as well, because you, you're so tired and you've got lack of time, obviously you, you sort, sort the baby out first. Obviously, both of your little ones are still on, on milk. Obviously, Sienna's eating food now. So we always sort her out first. And then some days where we're just too tired, we just end up you know getting something like, to process something quick or you take away and i found that so recently i've like cut out ultra processed foods well not 100 percent, but as much as i can and that's had a real positive impact on my health um so it's just yeah it's, it's all been like a learning process the last 12 months epic well i've just got a message from brad now saying he's going to join us in part two so we'll leave it there for part one Stick around, come back, and uh, Brad will come in with a few more hard-hitting questions for Sean. Big news. We've decided to partner up with a charity called Winston's Wish. They were the first UK's child bereavement charity and have been supporting grieving children and young people for 30 years. The Diary of a Daddy-O would like to help them on their way in providing the much-needed money to help provide specialist child bereavement support services across the UK. To donate, visit our Just Giving page www.justgiving.com forward slash diary of a daddy o or click the link in our description below now back to the podcast welcome back everyone brad has joined us you've made it back from the uh, the chemist have you mate yeah i was on a daddy o run for sure molly's uh sorting a baby out she's got to be out by a certain time she was like you can go and get me this 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 and that i was like fuck it oh quick then because i've got a podcast but all sorted yeah, all sorted now, mate, all sorted. I caught the tail end of that, which looked like it was uh, some heavy content I could have done with, to be honest. <laughs> so it started like, mate, just talking about 
Sean's early days, early processes, his work-life balance. And then, yeah, we got into the health health conversation just as you joined there. But I think second half of the potty, we'll give the, uh, the floor to Sean. You let us know, mate, a story or a scenario that sort of went wrong in the first 15 months. Uh, Brad had one about his first trip away or attempted trip away where he ended up having to turn around on the motorway and come back home because it didn't quite go to plan. Have you, did you have anything that sort of went horribly wrong due to like lack of planning or baby going crazy, trips away, nights away, holidays, things like that? Or you've actually been abroad, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, that's that's an experience in itself. <laughs> like the amount of I get through the airport, like... It, it takes an extra half an hour and obviously with all the, the formula and stuff that you got to take yes what, what age was she when you took her Sean? uh i'm trying to remember when i went to italy now but she would have been probably about 10 months oh okay because uh, I, I yeah i'm i'm doing it in uh in november but by that point then it'll be was it probably september october november yeah like maybe fifth maybe yeah, a year and a bit it's just a little bit more. It's all the amount of stuff you got to take on the plane. So obviously you got all of their food and stuff. Then I had to carry on like a, a push chair for her as well. And like got your own bags as well. So I was carrying on like, like four bags push chair onto the plane and like hitting everyone. I was walking down the aisle. It was just, and then it's, it's hard to settle them on the plane as well. It's just, uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely an experience that one taking them away for the first time. Yeah. Did you have any uh, nappy explosions on the plane? <laughs> no, we didn't, thankfully. Uh, not been too bad with that. I've not had really any bad stories with that. I was trying to think of anything else that went real bad, but honestly, I can't think anything off the top of my head. I'm having a similar thing at the minute. Like she, she'd knock out, and you know we wouldn't hear from her till the morning. Similar thing, really. or maybe like once or twice for a dummy. But more recently, she's definitely got that now. Where like, uh, yeah, it would be like a cry because obviously we have the camera on downstairs, and then. We'll go out, put a dummy in, and then she might settle again. But she'll be like trying to like grab your hand and stuff. And then Molly said, because like, I don't hear it when I go to sleep, but like Molly said, you know, late part of the night, like early hours, like she's keep keeps having to wake up and settle her. And so we 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 got that at the moment. I don't know whether it, but also she's doing a bit more with like new people that are coming round or like siblings and stuff that ain't seen her for a couple of weeks. If they get in her face and they're like, oh, hello, like she starts like, she just loses her shit. <laughs> so I don't know if it's like a bit of separation anxiety or stranger anxiety or something. It's I don't know. separation anxiety is what we've read. But what, like we've, we've read what we need to do in terms of like sleep training, but it's a case of like letting them cry and then for a while and then leaving them five minutes and then coming back. Uh, but my partner Lauren's not ready to do that yet. <laughs> We pointed out for the last couple of weeks because that's that's what we need to do as wise. We're going to be end up staying in a room until she's about five at this rate. But um, yeah, because it's you know when when she's crying her eyes out on top of her voice, like you just want to go and settle them down, don't you? So we know what we need to do. We just we just haven't done it yet. Um, and she's a bit poorly at the minute, so I think once she gets better, I think we are going to start a bit of sleep training. Um, spoke to a few different parents, and they've all that most most people go through it and it's something that you just need to do otherwise yeah you'll be settling them down two three times every single night for a long time i went over to a friend's house on friday night and um they've got a baby that's one and a half and a newborn same age as brody 
I got one of them like screens and stuff and the baby was upstairs at about eight o'clock just shouting mommy for about 45 minutes and I was like oh my god like me and Jess like I don't know how we were going to cope with that well especially she's going to have no chance of not wanting to go back and see him if she, if he's just shouting mommy 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 on a screen for 45 minutes if anyone's got tips on that send us some in please yeah, definitely well I'll let you know once I've uh we've, we've started it but yeah we, we are keep putting it out to be fair because we uh we're not looking forward to doing that but it's something that we're gonna have to do I think to be fair I just I just uh on the way out obviously timed it terribly because of school runs and that um so it was traffic it was a joke but I walked past the school and saw like probably like five six dads all picking their kids up from school and i was like i had like a quite an instant feeling of like because i feel like when you're in like the early stages you don't you struggle to like see past that then you know like you don't like the amount of times like people say to us now like oh when's number two and we're like no chance like not fucking <laughs> whether we'll even have a number two like we just constantly say that whereas we ain't really got like the even the stage you're at sure we ain't really had that experience yet to be like oh no you know we get it now you know what i mean whereas when i saw that earlier i was like oh actually the thought of like picking her up from school and that, I can't wait to be able to do that sort of yeah, stuff. School. Yeah. yeah, I was think before Sienna, if you'd asked me how many kids do I want, I would have said three or four. Yeah, I've reduced that to two now. Lauren's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my partner's brother's got like two kids as well. So like they all, we go and have like din- go out for dinner with them quite a bit. And I've seen three kids uh, like trying to feed him and stuff. It's just absolute carnage, so I think. Two, two might be enough. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, other, like other than that, like Lennon's at like a really good stage now. Like she's getting a little characteristic. She's starting to eat now as well. So like we're only on like three bottles a day now, um, and she just eats anything like, which is which is good fun and that. But it's just main, this mainly the new thing is like when we go out. Like we tried going out Sunday with like all our mates. Like they was all like, oh, let us see the baby. Like some of them had like come down from like. Worcestershire like everything like we went to this pub like she literally woke up looked around and just cried the whole time we were there like Molly like barely ate her food like and in the end we was like we, we're gonna go like it's, it's just pointless like we literally left the building and she just stopped crying instantly like got home she was fine so it's just that's the only thing now is like trying to get her out of that that phase I guess but, like that, where She's just crying most of the time. You're like, why did we even bother? But yeah, well, that makes me feel better, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, just when uh, they start running around, it's even more chaos in a restaurant where people are trying to eat. Crash, yeah. <laughs> All I had to look forward to. Lennon's just in one of those little like bouncing running things at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, she loves it, man. She's in that in the walker. So she basically like she jumps, she wakes up and she either, she has her food and that, and then it's straight in the walker first. So she like strolls around the house. Dogs normally like chasing after her, licking her face and that. They're like obsessed with each other in a minute. And then she gets out of that and then she's just in that bouncy thing for ages, watching country music on the telly, basically. She's <laughs> obsessed. Epic, mate. I am. At the moment, like Brody's obsessed with listening to Rod Stewart because obviously that's one of Jess's favourites. Rod Stewart puts him to sleep. Jason Mraz while he's being fed and I was like I can't keep having Jess pick all the music here so I started playing country music last week and he's he's absolutely loving it game so, to, to try uh, Ashley Cook and Ashley, uh, Cook. Ashley Cook well this might be different because he's a boy but Lennon loves that Kelsey Ballerini literally like she's only got if she's crying or whatever you've only got to put these one or two songs that she's obsessed with on 
and straight away she's like that. <laughs> she's just... Yes, a bit more current. She likes Harry Styles. Is it um, music for a sushi restaurant? Put that on, and she goes nuts every time. That's a great, yeah. great, great tune. We, we've got um, country to country. For did you book it, Brad? In the end or not? Yeah, yeah, I'm going both days now. Both days. We're still te- we've still got the tickets, and we're still thinking how on earth we're going to navigate whether we take Brody, whether we just take Brody down to London and even with grandparents or not. So, but if he's liking country music. I might try and sway Jester to take him there and put some little round headphones. On. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we've just hit thirty-two minutes now, so I reckon parting message from Sean: give us one bit of advice that you wish you'd been told or one bit of like just information that you wish you'd known before Sienna came oh uh, a bit of information put me on the spot spot. Uh, also that correlates with work as well I guess yeah I'm interested about the balance yeah actually it was that uh, I can't remember Infocom that's one thing it took us a while to get onto that people don't know is it's it's stuff um when they get when they get wind is that like the gripe war? yeah 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 yeah, yeah the gripe we had tried gripe war it didn't really work so like for the few weeks you know she was just crying non-stop and once we found infocom and she just stopped like and we that was part of our lives for about eight months we didn't go anywhere about it so i wish someone had told me that beforehand because we had no idea i remember the first night that, um yeah, first night at home, and she just she wouldn't stop, she wouldn't stop crying all night, and it's just because she had wind, but I didn't have a clue what to do. Oh, mate, the, the whole winding process is a, an absolute minefield. Well, I, I've, we've got the infocol now. After you told me about that, bright water seems to get rid of hiccups. Infocol stops the wind for us, so yeah. yeah. We we use bright water just to stop her crying sometimes. She just likes to taste and settle down. <laughs> oh, really. <laughs> class well cheers for popping on sean we'll leave it there mate for this episode um as always appreciate everyone tuning in and listening give us a like follow subscribe all those good things and um we'll be back in two weeks cheers guys awesome. cheers, sean. a work-life balance hard to do while juggling a business and date nights too but life goes on so what baby we got now i'm trying to juggle both of eating baby that bye dirty nappy and turn my back and hear 101 messages pinging through slack sleep deprivation you can see it in my eyes as i hop on google meets i hear the baby starts crying so i mute and shout to mom you okay in there dear she says get on with your work we'll be okay in here i wash up the bottles around eight or nine by the time i'm in my office sometimes it's lunchtime looked at my partner said one down no how to juggle my new life as a successful daddy-o